Geo and Meatbag Show, episode number 118. Woo! We got a nice episode in store for you guys this evening or day, wherever, whenever you're listening to this. Uh, A punk rock talk, Geo and I get into the specifics of how it is to be a spouse slash parent while being in an active band so nice it's gonna be really kind of uh this this cool different kind of side of things rather a little than just... different approach <laughs> exactly uh Rody is actually uh being summoned for a hearing we're yes. going to start the institution phase of his uh of his case we will get into that as well um Cash and Rody, I'm sure, have some killer, 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 killer new, nerdy news for us. Always. Always do. Always on my <laughs> and then, of course, we got... <laughs> Gio's like, no, they don't. And, of course, we get into last night's Dynamite post-revolution, which is super fucking packed with so many different new things and so many moving parts. And Yeah. Uh, Fucking A, lots to discuss. What do you say we just get right into it? This is Punk Rock Time! Welcome, everybody, to Punk Rock Talk. And uh, that is not the intro. Welcome, everybody, to the least listened to segment in podcast history. Welcome to Punk, Punk Rock, Rock Talk! Talk. <laughs> I'm keeping we that in. Edit out that first. Pro- oh, are you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome everybody to the least listened to segment in podcast history. Welcome to Punk, Punk Rock, Rock Talk. Talk, baby. That's right. And today, folks, we're kind of we're gonna kind of get into something a little bit different. Usually, we're here promoting shows. That's kind of what we've been doing here for the last five years at the Geo Meatbag Show. And if you want to be promoted, please hit us up on any of our social medias or. You can shoot us an email, geo and meatbag at gmail.com. Yes, sir. You can send us uh, tracks or anything you want us to promote on the podcast. Like anything Arizona local is a bonus. Like you you will more than likely make the show if uh, if you send us shows or, or, so, or if you're an artist here from Arizona. If you are in the Arizona area, we definitely try to promote our, uh, our fellow native Arizonans here. But today we're getting into a kind of a different side of the Geo and Meatbag Show Punk Rock Talk segment. Today we're going to be talking about the sacrifices that one makes when it comes to being in uh, the, the music business and being in like a live active band uh, that, that requires you know you to travel, that requires you to, to really stay busy and kind of like that... That requires you to treat it like it is your main job. Even if you're not <clears throat> making as much money as you do at your day job, which is the most most likely the case for most of us, you know? Because yeah. I know when you try to average out, like, what you make playing shows as opposed to, like, what you make uh, just working your day job, dude, it's fucking a no-brainer. You're making more money at your day job. But the end goal for this kind of thing, being in a band, is obviously to make enough money to cover your bills so you don't have to work that day job anymore. Yeah, that's the dream, right? That's the big idea, Yeah. anyway. Exactly, exactly. And, and, uh, 
and there's kind of a lot that goes into that like there's just there's a lot to unfold it's not just like oh so you're a, you're a parent or, and a spouse and you know you you just get a babysitter on the weekends when you go play shows and stuff like that and it, it's there's not that that's not all that goes into it like when it comes to planning a show even like let's just set aside being a spouse or a parent let's just talk about planning a show really quick or, or trying to get round up the guys as as we call it to even play a show yeah uh how much goes into that because you got you know everybody that has to be on the same page and hopefully be available at the same time and the same day and uh and 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 it's honestly like that's where it begins like okay so we begin with is everybody good for this date and then you get into okay well what's it going to be worth it to us because like we are good for this day but now it needs to be worth something to us whether it's like a little cash involved or you're opening up for somebody who's got you know a big following and then you can gain a bunch of new followers so like that also comes into uh into the picture as well as um who else is on the bill help yeah like yeah that and that was one thing i was saying like who who else is on the bill like if they have a big following and whatnot well yeah but uh, i mean like who else like not only like what the show is for because a lot of the time as a as a local act you're you're going to support a headliner so like you want to know who else is on the bill local wise like okay if it's somebody who's in the same group of friends it's going to be really hard to sell tickets because you know they your friends and fans have to choose between the two bands you know what i mean so that that is a big factor a lot of the time you know just right especially if you're doing pre-sale tickets dude you have to and, yeah and it's like oh well i could buy them from so and so or i can buy them from so and so and then you tell i've even had it uh had an instance where it's like oh i'm gonna sell a ticket to this dude and then you go to hit him up and you're like hey man i got a ticket for you oh well i got one from so and so yeah so thank you anyways dude and it's just kind of like it's hot so i get saying dude it's that that definitely has to come into picture as well because if you have like the same kind of fan base uh uh it's gonna be hard to not step on each each other's toes you know so basically the the topic at hand here is just some of the difficulties and you know the the harder side the darker sides of being a musician and being in a you know a serious musician and being in a band um, or multiple like you know the case for yourself and now myself um, yes. there's there's a lot of spinning plates going on you feel like one of those people at the circus like holding those spinning fucking plates like all over the place you know, you got your your family, like you said, you have all these different, um, all these different, what's the word I'm looking Moving for? parts. Yeah. All these different attributes or all these different things yes. going on that, that you just have to uh -huh. take care of. And like, uh, especially when it comes to you and I, we, we have this podcast that we are dedicated yes. to like weekly. Yeah, we've taken time off from it, but I feel like since we've came back, we've came back pretty strong and pretty, you know, serious about it. And we make it a point to um, get episodes out and get content out weekly. Um, that is a very huge uh, variable was the word I was looking for. 
Variable. Uh, yeah. That's the one. That's a huge it's it's a huge variable too. I mean, there's a lot of things going on during the week. You got to try to keep yourself busy. Us artists are always trying to just create and keep ourselves busy, you know, for, to keep from going insane. But yeah. at the end of the day, there there's a lot, man. There's a there's a lot going on, man, between trying to free your mind to stay uh, creative, you know, to, yes. to be able to write and inspired, be inspired, I mean. Yep. Also to stay positive because staying positive also helps you stay creative and, you know, keeps you motivated and yeah. keeps you, keeps keeps the passion alive, you know. Right. But, uh, yeah, so, like, there's just so many things that goes into what we do and i know planning a show is one thing and like you know the lineup and the the circumstances uh between all of the bands and the members like that's one thing but also each individual member trying to figure out like what they can do that day or maybe it's like a tour maybe you have to go on tour and what you got to do to kind of like figure out how things are going to get held down at home while you're gone uh, for one instance, financially, like some people have to work really, really hard, like extra hard so they can earn double the money and they can pay all their bills before they yeah. leave because some bands don't get paid enough money to pay their bills while they're on the road or when they get home. Oh know? no. I mean, most, most of the time you're paying for gas to get to the next place and to get back yes. home, you know, and. Very rarely yes. do you get, you're not going to get enough to, to go home and pay your bills each member. You know what I mean? Unless, no. you know, unless you, you know, you're a high profile band, but yeah, I, I get what you mean, man. It's, 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 that's one of the biggest variables there is the finances of it. Um, is it worth it? Like you mentioned earlier, um, you these are things you ask yourself every day because of course it's worth it like it's who we are it's what we do we wouldn't trade it for the world but you still at you know at the end of the the end of the show the end of the tour the end of the run you get home and you're like man at what <laughs> at what cost you know it is all this you know so <laughs> i yeah I, and, and i get it and it it depends on some people too like with you and i we could come home with fuck nothing and it would still be totally totally worth it to us. Yeah, it would it would be just the most delightful experience we ever had, <laughs> even yeah. if we came home with a a, a slim gym in our pocket, you know, <laughs> and and were negative in our bank accounts. Like we would still have no regrets. Yeah, in no, the exactly. Making process, but that's just you and I. There's not a lot of people, uh, other than <clears throat> people like you and I, obviously that don't want to do this they don't want this life like you and i know plenty of great musicians uh that we don't even have to name who would rather not tour and not live that side yeah. of life you know they would rather just play on the weekends and and work their day job you know yeah there's not yeah, a lot it's... of people that that have the that same goal in mind and that's that's cool man both if do have like-minded goals which is playing incredible shows and, and writing incredible songs you know that that's that's one of the things that um some people have a hard time swallowing like like myself you know for example like how could somebody you know so talented just not want to do that but 
at the end of the day, it's their decision. You know, it's it's who they are. And people like us, people like them, they're different people. And uh, people like us, I feel like will we will go and do the shows that you know seem like it's gonna be a pain in the ass to your personal life. You know, oh, we gotta move this around. We gotta shuffle that around. This person has to, you know, watch my kids or whatever, you know. I, out of everything going on, yeah, it's like, it's very much. Dude, that's totally, that's totally like an entire ass other process too. Is, is how am I going to get my kid, you know, yeah. uh, to a babysitter? Like, who the fuck wants to watch my kid for an entire ass month? You know? Yeah. Like, that's that's a lot of work. I mean, until we're fucking, you know, Metallica or Motley Crue and we can bring our family on the road in a separate van, then, you know, yeah, that's that'll be great. But I don't see that happening in the near future, so. Oh, my God, no. It's, it's hard to kind of do the grind, man. I, I get it. Um, especially yeah, now being like, in... In uh, in two bands, I, I I've had to sit down with my wife and actually tell her like, um, you know like I've always wanted to get squared to the point of what TV tragedy is doing, and it's kind of been really hard, you know, throughout the years to get, sure. like you're saying, each member of e- of the band to try to be on the same page of like, hey, let's go and do these these, at least these weekend runs, if not book these full tours and. That seems to be what TV tragedy is all about. So that's one of the reasons why I, you know, I love them and I joined them. Um, yeah. I actually had to sit down with my wife and tell her, like, hey, you know, you, Squared has, hasn't really ever done anything like this. Like, TV tragedy goes out a lot. And I plan on being out a lot with them, you know. Um, I will do my part and hold up my responsibility in our marriage and, you know, financially hold up my end as well. But you're going to have to bear with me on, on a lot of these, you know. So it's cool. It's It's been a fun mix of like, okay, like, you know, let's we're going to do these shows here and these shows here. And then, yeah, maybe this weekend you come out and, you know, have a good time and we'll have fun and everybody can hang out and stuff like that. But... You know, in my case, personally, I wanted to make sure, like, the very first run, I'm like, I don't want, you know, any of my personal life on the road with me. I just want to be, take up this much space in the van, and that's what I'm going to be all weekend, is I'm going to take up this much space, I'm going to do my job on stage, and, like, nothing about this weekend is about me. Maybe, maybe stop for some cigarettes, but that's about it, like... (laughs) (laughs) And, and that's a good, I don't know, that's kind of like a good state of mind, too, because uh, while you're on the road, you know, you just, you're, you're stuck with the same people for how many ever days on end, and fuses can be short. You yeah. Know? Like, you can, you can get under somebody's skin a little bit easier after, you know, you've been on the road for a week, and everybody's tired and hungry, and they want to go home, and... You know, we're fucking broke and yeah. maybe the shows are shitty. You know, maybe we're off to like a bunch of uh, just th- th- not very many people in attendance kind of shows or or you're having like bad issues with like performing or 
or whatever. Maybe one of the guys in the band's being a fucking drunk. You know, you never know. Like, there's just so yeah. there's so much that also goes into that too, to where it uh, kills the kills the vibe and kills the experience. You know, kills the good experience aspect of it. So, you know, if being, the band's not clicking, the, the audience can can pick up on that. Absolutely, and you and I definitely know that. But being in your own little space and like this is. I'm just off to the side and I'm not here to step on anybody's toes and I'm going to do a great job on stage tonight. Like that's really all you, and it's that simple. That's all you have to do. Maybe, maybe, uh, I could stop. We can stop here so I can get some smokes or something, you know, like that's, you just want to kind of be, be off of everyone's radar. Uh, yeah. You know, you kind of, you just don't want to step on any fucking toes, man. Well, dude, the last thing I want to do is be the newest member in the band and jump in the van and be the squeaky wheel like, oh, hey, I need this and I need that. I'm hungry. When are we stopping? Are we there yet? I got to pee. Like, nope. I just shut the fuck up the entire time other than, you know, when we're all joking and talking around and, you know, joking around and talking. But, um, yeah, I mean, I just kind of, you know, I think Rhodey said it best. They lucked out that they didn't get – they got sober Geo. They didn't get drunk Geo. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure yeah, they would have left my ass in Vegas. Yeah, drunk Geo, that's a whole nother thing too. Like you could you could you could just be a lot to handle for some people, you know, like some people that don't know you. You know. Yeah. And and that goes for anybody. Like yeah. fuck, I I remember when I was on uh heroin, I kinda got an ultimatum from Nate from discordant you know my band right before i joined squared and he was like dude if you can't sober up like we can't do this you know yeah and we were doing really good things at that time like yeah we were, we were just cruising man through right through the metal scene dude playing really good shows uh starting to make some cash it was it was it was going really well and i kind of started getting fucked off towards the end because you know i was hooked on dope and I, I got an ultimatum, and it was like, dude, the, this is not the best version of you, and you're fucking up the whole experience for everybody, and f- including us. So you gotta sober up, otherwise you gotta get out. Yeah. So that I mean, yeah, I that did. there is is like a whole nother uh, variable. There is you know yes. the band members. There there can be somebody that's either secretly fucked up on drugs, or you know like too drunk all the time or you know just all kinds of things like that is who who in the band is going to be the first one to be the asshole you know what i mean like like yeah let's not let's try not to have that guy be the one who collects the money at the end of the night you know like yeah. let's try to have the guy who's a little bit more patient but also looks kind of scary like a hoss for example <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah that's exactly what i mean that's it's it may not be exactly why but it's but he is like our tour manager whenever we're out there and he collects at the end of the night and he's kind of a big guy. So you don't want to cross him, but he's right. also very patient and just a really nice guy to talk to. Therefore he is the, in my opinion, the perfect guy for that job. And his knowledge is incredible. Everything that he's learned from being on the road over the years uh, yeah. That all oh, comes yeah. into into play as well, and uh, yeah. So so that's that's definitely one thing. Um, there's just so much that goes into it, man. Especially tours, like uh, like I was talking about earlier. Like, dude, it's not easy to try to get 
a sitter uh, for my kid when I'm going out for an entire month. And having a special needs child, that's a whole nother level too. And yeah, it's it's tough, dude. It is really tough trying to get this shit to work. It's not like uh, she's not at the age where she can just jump right up and get herself ready and jump on the bus to school all by herself and feed herself and good to go. Special right. needs or not, she's not even at that age. Right. She can't fucking do it. She can't really do that yet. She's she's eight. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. They act like they can fucking run run the world, but they're not they're not there yet. There's still so much more to learn. Even give even add twenty years on you know, the age of our kids. And it's still, you're still learning at that age. Still, yeah, the world is still hard. Mid-20s. Yeah, dude. Here we are going on mid-30s, early 30s, I would say. Let's let's feel young for a second. And we're still trying to figure this shit out, man, the best we can. We're not going to have it all figured out, but we're still trying to figure out uh, an even flow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, the family is one of the biggest ones, you know, and that's kind of like I wanted to save that for like the the biggest one of the biggest variables of uh, of this whole thing is children. Yeah, family like I I don't really have a babysitter other than my mother and it's just whenever she feels like it. So it's very difficult. And we don't really, we, my wife and I kind of have trust issues with who we're going to even have watch our, watch our kid anyways. So I couldn't even imagine, you know, if my child was special needs, that would be like so much harder. You know what I mean? So like, I appreciate, I, you nailed it. You nailed it right there with trust. Like being able to trust somebody with your own child is like, that's just. That's that's insane, dude. It's fucking yeah, it's difficult. It's tough, you know. You spent all this time making sure this little thing was okay and it grew and it's still growing and it's growing and you're just like constantly making sure it's okay. And then now you're gonna hand it off to somebody else and trust that person's life right. within their hands. And you know, it's there's a lot that goes into it, man. Like it's not yep. it's not as easy as some people think, you know. And and to people who have a hard time making it work but somehow make it work like props to you guys if you're listening because you're making it fucking happen uh guys like let's take chris for example chris has children and he somehow stays active works and makes you know a living for his family and he's still able to get out there and play shows and stuff like you know how much shit that dude has to fucking juggle in order to make it work like props to him Props and and like runs Bodacious Prince, and that was not a cheap plug, but that's on top of no. all that, too. Exactly. And and guys like Rob uh, Detai from Franks and Deans, like not yeah. only does he have a child, but he also works full-time as well as he's a business owner, Anarchy in the Bouquet. And, and that's like, dude, there's so much time that he, he has to make to make all this shit work. Like, it's... It's wild, bro. It's fucking wild. And when you have children, it's a it's a whole nother ball game. But it's fucking doable. So if you're listening, and you know maybe you think like, dude, I wish I could be in an active band, but I gotta be at home with the kids and stuff. Yeah, 
you might have to, but you just have to work really hard, like extra hard, you know? You have to work right. extra hard. I think that's that's really what it comes down to. Like there's no there's no other way about it but work a little bit harder. Well, maybe a lot a bit harder for some people uh, than you would, you know, before children or marriage or family or, you know, whatever your situation is because uh, right. we don't know exactly what you guys are taking on in life, but I'm sure it's a lot. Everybody's got a lot going on. Everybody's taking a lot uh taking a lot on man it's 2022 oh everybody's yeah it's got a lot of shit going on everybody's gone through something at this point i mean it's been fucking crazy the, the last few years but um yeah. yeah i mean between children uh spouses your spouse is basically at home you know basically by themselves because you're on the road and at some point, it seems like, you know, oh, you know, they're out doing this thing that they love, even though it is very much work, you know, it's very hard work. This whole segment is dedicated to how hard it is, you know, on us, and uh, yeah. we haven't even gotten into the physical aspects. I come home, and I am fucking exhausted, you know, from a show, just a show, let alone a, a, a tour show. or a run. Yeah, just one show. Back hurts. I'm fucking beat. knees hurt. You know, because my, my adrenaline was carrying me through the whole thing, and I'm fucking doing shit that, you know... I mean, at my age, I guess I physically can and should be able to do, but not, like, as... Not to the degree that I do that shit at, you know? Like, when I'm in playing with TV tragedy, I am fucking a madman. I, I, I try to... I try to be like uh, the dude from uh, the Vandals that's just fucking all over the place and, and going ape shit. That's yeah, kind of my goal. I, I can't remember his name, but I met him once, and he's a, he's a really nice guy and very funny. And very yeah. energetic. Dude, oh my he's, god. He's the show! He's the goddamn show of that band. He's almost, the example you know? <laughs> of, like, adrenaline takes over and you just fucking go, dude. Cause like, that's right. Yep. But I bet that's he's right, fucking dude. done after the set, dude. I bet he goes and hangs out, and that's it for him, dude. Right. Because yeah, I know like, that. Honestly. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say that. I know that's me at 30 years old. <laughs> I get home, <laughs> and I'm like, what a burger. Good night. Yeah. No shit. Uh, yeah. And fucking also definitely got to, like, shout out to the spouses, too, and the, the parents as well. Because uh, sometimes they aren't able to always make it you know sometimes as much as they want to be there and as much as they want to go and uh they they can't and they want to support you too like they really do want to get behind you but sometimes it's hard to because you're out having fun you know right because everybody knows this fucking shit's fun as hell you know (laughs) right yeah it's so fun and that's all it is and 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 uh and, and and when you're having fun, like, this is not negative, too. I think this is just, like, a natural reaction. Sometimes a spouse or anyone, really, who's, who's like, taking care of your responsibilities while you're off doing this other, taking care of this other responsibility, kind of get a little jealous. And that happens. Yeah. That's, that's totally understandable. You know, some people aren't like that at all. And, and I understand both sides. Like, I know somebody 
who has been doing this shit for so long that when he goes out on tour, like, I don't even think he talks to his significant other. Uh, like, they rarely talk, like, ever on the phone and then, like, maybe a couple text messages. But the dude's been doing it for so long. It's just kind of yeah. like, yeah, you know, just... He's at work. Just normal. No, yeah, yeah. like normal life. And it's it's kind of crazy to me because I don't I don't really know that. But fucking props to people who uh, who are just I don't know, man. Props to people. Yeah. who do it because somebody's got to do it. Yeah, it's got to stay. On well, the I mean, rock. we're we're still very young in our marriage, too. You know what I mean? Like as yeah, old as we, we are, are and as and as long as it feels like we've been married <laughs> we're still very very young in our marriage marriages that is very true we're young in our marriage too but in our marriages <clears throat> separately we are uh, w- those are still young so yeah i mean as time yes. goes on you know it could be like that where you know it's just a hey what's up not much love you love, love you. you too <laughs> you know talk to you 3 days yeah. later yeah yeah very true that 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 is uh very true it's just it's just crazy dude like how much goes into this shit and uh there's a lot of challenges but fuck man it's so worth it but fuck it's so worth it but fuck it's so worth it and i think on that note meaty that's a that's a good fucking that's a good topic I think that's something that we can uh, we can definitely dive into with some of our future guests here on the Geo yeah. and Me Bag Show. And I didn't know exactly what I was going to say today, and I told you that right off the bat. When we were getting started, I told you probably twice. I have no idea how the fuck I'm going to start this, but this is a yeah. topic I think we should we should hit on today. You know, let's let's switch it up. We've talked about being more topical, talking about topic, you know, different topics and whatnot. So. Here you go. It's there's there's yeah. something, and as time goes on, we'll we'll get a little bit better with it, and we'll we'll come up with some other cool shit to talk about. You know, some some other shit that people can relate to. But fuck, it's worth it. But fuck, it's worth it. Isn't that what it's all about? Being worth it and being able to relate to a motherfucker. <laughs> Hell yeah! All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for listening to this edition of Punk Rock Talk. Brought to you by the Geo and Meat... I mean, by the Geo and Meatbag Show. Brought to you by Cosmic Soup Recording and Bodacious Prince, of course, as always. What? <laughs> Rody, you pile of fucking dog shit. Get the fucking table. All right, so fucking post revolution 2022 dynamite and holy fucked what a holy fucked holy fuck what a stacked card. Uh, yeah, just so many yep. fucking surprises and 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 twists of emotions, twists of fate, if you will. Uh, <laughs> night kicks off with uh, Jericho, Le Champion, in the ring. Basically wants to extend the handshake to Eddie Kingston that he um, did not give him after their match in Revolution. Uh, the stipulation was if Jericho were to lose, he were to shake Kingston's hand in the middle of the ring like a man. He walked away from it. 
Uh, Jericho comes out, says he wants to make it right. Kingston comes out, cuts a hell of a promo on Jericho. Um, then we get it. We get a, a fucking massive heel turn. I mean, Jericho basically says to hell with inner circle, starts beating the shit out of uh, Santana and Ortiz, who came to the aid of Eddie Kingston. And um, what a mix of emotions. It looks like it's setting up for what they call the Jericho Appreciation Society versus Eddie man. Kingston. Fucking yeah, so Eddie Kingston, Santana, and Ortiz. So uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society is Daniel Garcia 2.0, Jake Hager, and Jericho? It was kind of weird uh, because it seems and feels like it was thrown together. Uh <laughs> no, it's just very unexpected because Jericho has been feuding with those guys for a while and what just behind closed doors they're uh, just being friendly about Jericho getting his head smashed in by 2.0 against that garage door just yeah. all the countless interferences and interruptions yeah, just, just it doesn't a... it, it doesn't really like I don't know it doesn't feel natural to me it seems like pretty far out of left field well Maybe first it was of... a fucking thing from the get go they were like he was like, just attack me and we'll make it look real and blah, blah, blah. And then, yeah, yeah. No, long, long no. storytelling. I'm just trying to bring the bright side to it, you know? You're trying to make shit. sense of it. Yeah, I think it's the shit idea. Well, well no matter how much you polish it, Rody, a turd is still a turd. And, uh, Cash, what do you think? I mean, I said that, I, I believe I said it, you know, either in the chat or on another thread, but it was just, it's it was such a classic Jericho move. It's something he's done a thousand times throughout his career. There was no fucking way that that segment was going to end without Jericho freaking turning on Kingston or, you know, something of that magnitude happened. I didn't know it was going to be Santana and Ortiz. Right. But, you know, it, it went the way that it went. I was like, there's, there's a full-on Jericho heel turn that's going to happen. I, a I mean, bit I, of a swerve, uh, would you say? Yeah, I, I mean, I would. You know, I mean, if you really think about it, you know, they did the handshakes. You think, hey, it's over. You know, I mean, they're they're all done. And then at 2.0, if I'm not mistaken, was beating Jericho's ass too. You know, whenever they freaking did the ring run in. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But but honestly, you know, for for me, and I mean, you know, you can look back on this retrospectively and go, well, you know, Inner Circle kind of built Sammy Guevara because it did. You know, I mean, it gave him a platform, a huge platform, and now Sammy Guevara is a huge star. Uh, Santana Ortiz were really well known on the indies, but they're you know a lot more well known now because of that association with Chris Jericho. So I, I think it's kind of a downgrade, but you know that remains to be seen. Maybe it'll make 2.0 mo more popular. Maybe it'll make you know Daniel Garcia more popular. You know we'll we'll see. Yeah, who knows? Right. So <clears throat> next up, uh, we had Adam Page, the fucking. Goddamn AEW, AEW World, Champion. World Champion. Thank you, me back. Uh, defending his title against Dante Martin of Top Flight, who actually earned himself a fucking title shot. I thought this was really cool because it gave somebody, a young fucking hot talent like Dante Martin, a really good showcase and, and spotlight. Nobody in their right mind thought that he's going to take the title, but hey. You know, yep. he's he's earned a title shot very young in his career. And Adam 
Page uh, actually made Hangman made a fucking comment about it after the match. He he basically said, "Hey, uh, Dante, get your ass back here. I'm, I, I want to tell you something." And let him know his appreciation and and uh, basically said, "Hey, if you, I know you're uh, in tag team competition now that your brother's back, but if you ever end up in this uh, in this ring again with me, I'll be waiting." You know, which was really cool. It was great. Yeah. Then, then we get really Adam cool Cole. For- Yep. Sorry, what were you saying? I didn't mean to step on you there. Kevin. No, I was just, I was just gonna say it was, it was really cool for Hangman to give him the, those fucking, those props. I thought yeah. that that was really cool. It was a cool moment. Good chance. It seems like AEW is really giving Dante Martin his props all the time. They're always trying to give him that rub. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. which is smart. Uh, much deserved because he's, yeah, and very smart because he's a young talent, and that's the key word right there, talent. Yep. The motherfucker has talent, dude. He's very so talented. goddamn good. There's not a lot of people in this world that can do the things in that he does in the ring. So in the middle of Hangy giving him his flowers, Adam Cole comes out and basically says, we're not finished uh, between Adam Page and Adam Cole. There it will be an Adam Page versus Adam Cole number two. What do you guys think? And did I miss anything important? Well... There was the six-man tag that was announced. Uh, oh, that's right. Adam Cole. Adam Cole came out and was saying something about he's got two partners that Paige knows really well, so he better go find himself a couple partners too. So, I guess they're gonna have a match sooner than expected. Yeah. But I don't think that. I honestly don't think that. I don't know. I knew that this would happen because AEW does a lot of best like two out of threes. You know what I mean? Right. Like you. You can expect that with, or you you've seen that. Sorry, not expect. You've seen that with the MJF and uh, and uh, CM Punk feud. They did three different matches. That MJF did win the first two, but CM Punk got his win at the end. So on the third one, so maybe Paige and Cole will be uh, in a feud for a little while, which is fine because they put on a hell of a banger on on Revolution. Yeah, they did. Really. Um. So we're 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 gonna talk about who they picked, uh, or who he picked, because isn't that like the next? Was it the next segment? I'm not even yeah. sure. I can't remember. Yep. Was like that. Uh, what was it? The promo with the uh, Dark Order. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, basically, a rift. Tony? A rift was between that... Adam Page and Dark Order. Kind of was created. Yeah. Good. Yeah, because they Good. thought because. Because Hangman yeah. chose other people to be his tag team partners yes. for that situation. Other people being Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. Yeah. So here's like, so you have the champs versus the yeah runner-ups basically. Be, I think it'll be so. a good match. Be a good champs match. versus fucking undisputed era. Yeah, that's I mean that's what it is. Which will be a great match. <laughs> right. So, Cowboy uh, Dinosaur versus. <laughs> then next we find that uh, Sir William Regal is actually leading uh, Brian Danielson and John Moxley. I uh, called it. Cash, thank you very much. Yeah, congr- <coughs> congrats. Congratulations. Uh, what'd you guys think? I thought it was pretty fucking, pretty cool. Showcase. Yeah, he, uh, he, you know, I mean, I saw he actually released a statement today apologizing for kind of how long he went on the segment and yeah. the, the general the general consensus among everyone was 
Who the fuck are you no. apologizing to? Take your to? time, man. You don't it's... have to apologize to anyone. Yeah. You could have nope. talked for a fucking hour, and everybody would have been stoked about it. Like, you don't owe anyone an apology. We would have listened. You're, you're William fucking Regal, dude. Yep. It was it was great how how emotional you could tell he was. Like, I mean, it was, it was fucking real for him, man. Like, he got really choked up a couple different times. And I was like... This is good shit, dude. Is like he could be stumbling over his words or whatever the fuck. And I mean, there were a couple times where I was like, all right, I think he might be a little nervous, you yeah, because this is something new for him. But God, he could have loosened up a little it. more. He he killed it. He did great. Yeah. yeah, I thought he did fantastic. And one thing that I hope is everybody calls him Lord Regal. I like Lord that. Regal. Yeah, Lord Regal. How did he do, me bag? Thought it was fantastic. <laughs> I had to get my fantastic in there, bro. Yeah, absolutely. I like the team. Uh, I completely disagree with you, Cash. I do not think that they're going to have a theme song and come out together. I, I think they do. They're I top really stars, do. man. There's no reason to have them come out together. They're they're going to... They're, they're, each of their entrances are over in themselves, so you got to give the people what they want. No, I, I would love for them to this... stop doing wild things. I just have that... Yeah, I have this feeling <laughs> that yeah. uh, Mox is going to kind of go in the other direction, considering... How much time Regal spent putting over Danielson and didn't yeah, spend a grazed whole lot over of time. Yeah, I noticed Mox. that. Mox is coming out to his own theme song, so I don't know. Maybe Mox is the one that uh, actually has the uh, kind of like Ghost, the, the 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 route of destruction, not necessarily yeah, uh, like a face turn or a heel turn. Maybe more of a heel <laughs> turn than a face turn, but just he's the one that says fuck groups and fuck everybody and just. You know, he's on a well, he's route got, to destruction. Yeah, I mean, I, I I didn't even think about that. But, yeah, he spent, like, ten fucking minutes talking about Danielson and their history together and fucking everything that they've done together. And I think Moxley got, like, fucking, what, maybe a minute? A maybe minute that's of, just some foreshadowing maybe? for something in the future. We'll put it that way. We'll simplify it and put it that way. Yeah. Maybe that is some foreshadowing. Anyways, moving forward. Moving forward, we have... My favorite segment of the entire night. Um, something that we called here on the show long, long, long ago. Um, yeah, I called it like three months ago. Well, and by long, long, long ago, I mean even as far early back as, what is it, episode? About three, four months ago, we called it. Yeah, Three months ago. Yep. Uh, Should have clipped that shit because I, I said it. I said exactly what was going to happen. And that's yeah, exactly well, I did. What happened. I clipped it. It's on YouTube. Uh, Jeff Hardy released by WWE on YouTube by the Geo Meatbag Show. <coughs> um, yeah. Basically, the AHFO is in the ring, has a disagreement with Matt Hardy. Everybody votes, votes him out of the group. Um, At first, you seem... Uh, Cassidy and uh, what's his fuck? Isaiah? His or, or Isaiah Cassidy Isaiah and Colin Cassidy. Quinn. Yeah. Uh, they had their thumbs up at first, and then when Matt Hardy turned his back, they say Colin put Quinn? their thumbs down. That's why I'm laughing. Colin Quinn is a Mark fucking Quinn. stand-up comedian. <laughs> uh, Wait Mark a minute. Quinn and Isaiah Cassidy had their thumbs up at first when they when Colin Matt Hardy Quinn. was looking at them, and then when Matt Hardy turned his back. And then Andrade said, seriously, never turn your back 
on anybody. Yep. And so I didn't, understand right half, I didn't understand half the shit that came out of fucking on. Hey, Andrew. I thought that I He's, know, but I thought he did really good. His English night. is improving I, a lot, and that's very much. And that's all I you can so. ask for. And and what I found out, like Apple through, doesn't like, fall far from the tree Charlotte here. And Andrade on Instagram is that they kind of help each other. Like Andrade is actually teaching Charlotte Spanish. So she's learning like a lot more Spanish and stuff. She writes it in her posts and shit, and uh, so she's probably helping, you know, Andrade with uh, with some English. I'm sure he's getting better at it, man. I know he is, cause last yeah. night I thought it wasn't so bad. I he's didn't like, mean to shit on him, but it was kind of funny. Cause he's he like, was, like the first thing he says is seriously. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he tells he tells Matt Hardy to wash his back. Matt Hardy washes back, yeah. Matt Hardy turns around and uh, fucking private party turned on Matt Hardy. So obviously all of us are freaking out in the group chat. Fucking come on, Jeff Hardy. Yeah, fuck yeah. The crowd is freaking out. The crowd is freaking out. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff chance, right? And uh, Darby Allen and Sting come out. And I think that was the first time we seen them come out and get like a reverse Ah. pop. Yeah, yeah, like like the wind yeah. got sucked out of the room. Like, huh, uh, oh, okay, okay, cool, yeah. And like, right. everybody's like, all right. And then, and then, you know, we have AHFO starts dominating even even after, you know, Darby and Sting comes out. Then we get it. I can go on for hours. <laughs> so, uh, Jeff Hardy makes his motherfucking All Elite Wrestling debut and and takes a second to, you know, dance to his theme song first and, give the, and give the crowd a little, <laughs> and give the crowd a little, you know. It was he... so fucking funny because he was running and he stopped running and he goes, yeah. And then he fucking keeps running again. Like, I laugh my fucking ass off. I saw somebody on the internet say, uh, "Matt, Matt, you know, quotation marks, Jeff, what took so long?" And Jeff's like, "O two and O nine. and those are references to an O two and an O nine in WWE when Matt fucking turned his back on Jeff and like basically yeah, oh, turned on yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that's great. So uh, I think one of the most shocking things to me about this whole debut with Jeff Hardy was is the music, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, that's what I said. Isn't that isn't that a Jim Johnston original? Well, I, I read about it today. Or is that I, I, Zach I wanted... whatever? Jim Johnston did that one. Yeah. Okay. So it's public you know, domain I, I, though, or what? Well, I, I read about it because I wanted to see how the fuck. Tony Tony pulled this off. Like, yeah, I'm stumped. I have no goddamn idea how he fucking pulled it off, but I guess WWE didn't actually own the song. Huh. It was public domain, but then Tony, because it was public to- domain, Tony had the ability to buy the rights. Oh so my that's god! Exact, so that's exactly what he did, dude. He but duped on top, it. On top of buying <laughs> the Jeff Hardy rights. He bought the rights for a shit ton of other former WWE superstar theme songs along with that. Oh. Uh, the one that, like, he, he went, he, dude, he went to town, and he just fucking picked up all these WWE themes, themes that are associated yeah. with WWE, and fucking just bought them all, dude. 
Please like, have um, the rocks buy a song. Please. <laughs> I I really hope if they get Wyndham that he gets the uh the newer version of the Firefly song. Like that oh, song, that'd be cool. the new version. Either version yeah. is cool. Like, but I the like, new one is I dope. I like the old version. Yeah. yeah. I really did like the old version, but the new one, like I remember the Fiend making his debut and that shit like was so cool. Chills, bro. I obviously Chills. didn't yeah. like the way he was used and neither did he. He didn't yeah. like that, you know. But it was, it was just like that song was so cool. Like hearing a dope ass remix of that song. Anyways, what you wasn't got... a remix, which is what you got in WCW, is these weird remixes. He didn't get a remix of Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy's original Hardy. Thank Boys God, like, that, that was the dude. original theme. And, and like and you, you gotta, just... it... go ahead. You gotta think Vince is fucking kicking himself right now that he allowed that to happen. You know what I'm saying? That's a that's a hit to the gut for sure. Yeah. Like he was like, the oh Hardy fuck. Boys theme. He was probably the immediately like, theme. how are they doing this? Was somebody a lawyer? Quick, you know? And like, dude, Tony duped him. But yep. Meatbag put it perfectly. Uh, <laughs> fucking. You fucking the the music was more shocking than actually because we all knew Jeff was coming right like eventually we all did and like I even said before the show started Jeff's rumored to be in the back he's rumored to make an appearance like fucking so be prepared everybody was already prepared anyways knowing yeah. you know we're gonna we get something coming. and it's most likely Jeff Hardy but the it was music like the CM Punk debut we just knew he yeah. was gonna be there <laughs> like like Mig said uh, from Birth Our of Monsters Chapman, Chapman name. Wor- uh, worst kept secret in the business uh, Rody oh, yeah. what's up so I pick up on a lot of little things I look for things like that uh, and watching Jeff Hardy in the WWE in the last few months that he was there he just looked miserable yeah, yeah. just always yeah. grumpy just miserable uh, last night he looked non-stop smiles from ear to ear. Oh, he was so like, happy. He, he was, was happy. stoked. Yeah. yeah. And like, Very happy. So that's that's how I know that he's going to put on some great fucking shows for us. Because yes. this is, you know, this is what he likes to do, and he's free to do what he wants to do. So it looks he like it. we got the Hardy Boys and Darby Allen and Sting versus the <laughs> AFO. Uh, planted there and it looks like we also might have gotten a little bit of seeds planted for Darby versus Jeff because they had a little bit of a stare down there yeah, for a, a second down. and I mean I called that, that as, soon as, as soon as as soon as as soon as I seen Darby start rising I was like he not only does he remind me of Jeff and like they said that on TV, but I was like, this they're gonna have a match before all is said and done. Like Jeff Hardy will have a match with Darby Allen in AEW. That's yeah. just something I knew. So yeah, I'm happier than a fucking pig and shit. So so we're like halfway through the show, <laughs> and we've already got two turns. Matt Hardy turned face, Jericho turned heel. Yeah, and a and fucking I guess, debut. Uh, I guess Hager turned heel too. Yeah. Hager turned heel also. Yeah. Hager's just kind of his bodyguard, but still, he de- technically turned heel. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he had an so important got, one there we've too. We've got a lot. Like we're halfway through the show, and we've got a lot of moving parts right yeah. now. Yeah, like I would so say many so. New seeds and being planted, all these different things going on. Speaking of, you it's know, wicked. even gunshots outside of my house right now. Damn, Glenda, Glenda, living, bruh. So speaking of, you know, big show and going from heel to face, heel to face, face to heel, heel to face, we had. Wardlow actually coming out and 
making a statement that he is quitting the pinnacle and moving away from MJF and not associating with quote-unquote trash like MJF. So, face turn. And, and that guy uh, cut one hell of a promo. Turn, yeah. But, um, yeah, that's it. An extravagant promo. hell of a promo. And I knew he could. I told you guys. I, I called it. I called it. Who called it? A yeah. long time ago, I knew that Wardlow could cut a promo, and I knew he was good. I didn't know it. that. I didn't know that he had that that promo ability. He I looks no so comfortable. Idea. Yeah. No. Oh, dude, he's a like, massive baby like, face, dude. He, he sat there and he came and cut out one of the fucking one of the better promos that I've heard, and you know, from a guy that really doesn't do that shit all that often. Like he comes out, he destroys, and he fucking leaves. But that was a solid. He got a good fucking three, four, five minutes there. I was like, dude, this guy is killing it right now. And I made the statement in that uh, that sports talk wrestling chat that I run. Fucking, I made the statement. I was like, give this dude a year, maybe two. I was like, he's gonna be world champion. It's gonna it's gonna happen, dude. I think yep. that's a fucking that's an inevitability that yep. he will become world champion in the next couple of years. Absolutely. Absolutely. So awesome, awesome. Uh, Wardlow, just awesome segment with Wardlow, and we see him up against the TNT champion. At the St. Patrick's Day Slam next week on Dynamite. Yes, sir. So, moving on, speaking of the pinnacle there, uh, FTR and Tully Blanchard are in the back. And it looks like they are having a bit of a, a tassel, a, t- a tussle, verbally, oh. anyways. Not a fight, a but debate? yeah, some sort of a disagreement there. Um, looks like Tully t- Blanchard wants championships to be won and... Uh, Dax really wants to make this whole thing more about family. So Heel they're kind of... Turn. Yeah, yeah I'm, I, that's what I'm... Th- I was just going to actually say that, really. Yeah. So revolution I, must be like when everybody f- fucking flops, you know what I mean? Yeah. But who knows? Maybe yeah. they're slowly going face and the pinnacle is slowly uh, getting cracks yes. built in the foundation. Yeah. Just like... In the next segment, we see very heavily the cracks in the foundation of the super click. Um, did Adam, you, did, did you guys? Did you not? Go, did you not say that they got fired? Or they no, fired you skipped him? over that. You skipped over the fact that they fired Tully. Oh, oh they, they, they fired, actually yeah, they outright so. fired Tully. I must have they missed fired, that part. Oh yeah, at, at the end of that Tully. freaking Dax sat there and he fucking looks at him and tells him he's fired. Holy yeah, shit! Yeah, they, you know they, fired, this, they fired Tully. He says this is about family. Tully says no, this is about championships. That goes, you know what? This is about family, and you're fired. Like, Damn. He's like, you're not in it, and you're fired. Yeah, yeah I was like, so. deal. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, very heavy pinnacle, cracks huh? in the foundation of the pinnacle. Uh, super kick, super click as well. You see Adam Cole basically having to decide on who his partners are going to be next week for the six-man tag uh, against Hangman Page and his mystery partners. Um, so yeah, I mean, just growing cracks there. Nothing, nothing new. It was, well, I mean, there was a, a, a moment there where, you know, the Bucks kind of felt like, you know, Cole was talking about them and they sat there and they went, you know, if we, we've already told you, if it involves Hangman, we're not in it. We're not interested, you know, which I thought was kind of cool that they freaking still got that, that, you know, love and respect for Hangman. But they're like, you know, if, if Hangman's in it, we're not interested. We're not helping. We're not a part of this. And even with all of the fucking little hints that Adam Cole was dropping about the Bucks, 
he says he wasn't talking about the Bucks, and he's actually talking about Red Track. What yeah, the we'll fuck? See. Yeah, he was talking about the Bucks. <laughs> Scandalous. This is like some no, kindergarten playground shit. That, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so fucking scammed. Just, just bro. wait for, just wait for fucking Omega to get back and write yeah, the shit, man. Omega's yeah, man, gonna come back and lay. Omega's gonna come chance. back and lay it down, write the mm -hmm. fucking ship. I agree. I agree. So, so much history between Red Velvet and legit Layla Hirsch. Just so <laughs> much rich history. <laughs> and so, and that being said, Red Velvet comes out to help Thunder Rosa. Yeah. Uh, Thunder Rosa has a match against Britt Baker at St. Patrick's Day Slam for the title. We're going to see this match and again. And you know where it is, right? And this will... This San will, Antonio. Yep. Thunder Rosa's fucking hometown. Yep. So I think I this is the one where she wins it. Yeah, yeah having her win at home it. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, having her win in her hometown would make all the sense in the world. That, that's why, if that's the case, that's why Tony didn't pull that trigger on Sunday. That's yep. why he yeah. didn't do it. We yep. want to make she's this gonna win in her hometown. We want to make this special for you, and we want same, you to win the same thing with uh, Hangy Hangman. You know, well, yep. I mean, he didn't win it in his hometown, but he they, he went to Dynamite to celebrate his championship win in in yeah, which his is hometown. the next night. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I like that. We also seen uh, Paige Van Zant sign her contract yeah. on Ty Conti's ass, and what better of a table could you use? Oh my God. <laughs> But yeah. Speaking of tables, oh, Sammy went uh, through a pretty big collision through a table. Oh, my God. Yeah. That well, that was actually next. We had the bout for the TNT Championship, Sammy Guevara versus Scorpio Sky. Uh, ouch. That's yeah. all I can ouch. say ouch. <laughs> ouch. And holy shit, because we got a shocking and new... TNT Championship. Hopefully he ditches one of those belts. He's a placeholder champion. He's Scorpion. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Scorpion's gonna have the belt for a week until Maybe. Wardlow wins it. Maybe because MJF and Sean Spears. If you don't think they're coming out to fuck with Wardlow during that match next week, well, that's no, a that's, good point. That's that's a good so fucking point. It's not gonna be a week, but Scorpio Sky is gonna hold it during that time when. It, Wardlow is distracted by MJF, Sean Spears, all that. The likes of all that going on. And then once that's all cleared up and he's like, okay, now I'm going to get my title run, th then he's going to get his title run. Cause, yeah, he might not yeah. win next week because of those assholes. We'll see, man. Yeah, I think this this feud, I, I think it's going to culminate the MJF, Wardlow they'll, shit. It'll they'll make him lose. Double, double or nothing. Yeah, they'll make him lose. Double or nothing. And then, and then he'll come back through the rankings and win it. But... I had a feeling Scorp was winning last night because it sets up a good heel versus face match between Scorp and uh, and Wardlow. Yeah. It's just it's it's too yeah. perfect of a match not to do. So I had a feeling, and Sammy has put on so many good matches and has had such a killer second run as uh, as TNT and champion that you can't help but give the dude props, dude. And also he got to uh, have his girl down there with him last night too, and that was. That was kind of cool to see Ty with Sammy, and it kind of helped with the with the showing of the match. It was it was I thought a really really good match. Yeah. Hey, and all all Very credit to Scorp too. Got got to give Scorp his credit because I think that dude is supremely talented. I think I think yeah. Scorp is a fucking really talented wrestler. So I mean, even if it's kind of short lived, which who knows what's gonna happen next week, but even if it's a little short lived, I'm glad he got a run with the major title. You know, outside of the tag titles, which he's the first. 
That's right. Yep. Yeah, him and Christopher Daniels, the first ever uh, AEW. Frankie Kazarian. Champion. Frankie Kazarian. That's right. Him and him and Frank are fucking first ever yep. AEW tag champions. Yes, but it's sir. cool to see gold around his waist again. No, I've had high praise for him ever since the beginning of AEW, man. Like I've I've always thought that he's gonna he's gonna go high, man, in the business. Um, it seems like Stone Cold Steve Austin might actually show up at WrestleMania. Um, I mean, for a match, like he said, he said he accepted, dude. Yes, he accepted. Well, it's okay, on. so we don't know Holy if it's gonna be. Uh, we don't know if it's gonna be a KO show where it's just he comes out, drinks a beer, and stunners Kevin Owens, or if it's gonna be an actual match. Now the cat kind of got let out of the bag a little early, and everybody was you know saying Stone Cold's gonna return in ring. Stone Cold's gonna return in ring, and then. It seems like they're trying to scoop it all back in the bag and be like, "Oh no, it's just this KO show," but he's That's really gonna have a match. Like, That's a good I'm gonna, point. That'd I'm be gonna really be cool. I'm gonna be so fucking pissed if it's just Kevin Owens show. I think they're. I think Gio's onto something. I think they're gonna kind of swerve everybody a little bit to kind of like rebuild that excitement because the cat did get let out of the bag early yeah it's a good idea too like now you got everybody kind of anticipating it so obviously everyone's gonna watch mania because they want to know what are you doing with austin is austin yeah. having a I'll match is austin oh fuck yeah i will be too yep you know i mean if, if we get an opportunity to see stone cold steve austin fucking wrestling again yep. like really doing it again at 19 fucking years i don't give a damn how old austin is yeah stone cold steve austin like you're gonna watch that no matter what the hell fucking it is so i'm excited i, I can't wait to see i it. mean the guy stays in great shape he's you know got little stints in hollywood here and there like he does you know reality tv shows stuff like that he's He's got to be as advertised Stone Cold Steve Austin, even though he, he doesn't get in the ring anymore. Like, he's still very much his character when people uh, inquire about him. You know, he's on the fucking uh, commercials with Ice-T. What is that? The What is it? Geico? Or... This is a cold call. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Ice-T here. <laughs> that was pretty funny, you know, in that fucking promo that Austin cut. So you got, you got to be out of your mind to call me out. I got two reasons. Number one, you are a dumb son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> that was so oh, funny. That's great. Yeah. Number great. two, so, I want to get your ass fingers, whipped by Stone Cold Steve Austin. Fingers yeah. fucking crossed for Austin. I can see it happening, oh, man. So. And I'll be very, 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 very happy. Yes, but, sir. Uh, I think that's about it, man, for uh, for pro wrestling, all the news. Well, well. <laughs> we are gathered here today. Order in the court. Order in the court. We are gathered here today because we have summons Bradley Martin. Bradley, a.k.a. the roadie Martin, we have summoned him to a hearing. So these last two weeks, all uh, rise. Bradley, the roadie Martin, all rise for the judge. All right, take your seats. We're gathered here today to discuss the actions of Bradley, the roadie Martin, and his behavior, let's say, these last two weeks. So last week... He was very short-fused with us. We didn't really appreciate his attitude. It's very disrespectful. 
And uh, and then today, today we we had uh, we had a little bit of a little bit of a tiff here from Rody, you know. And then uh, and there's a couple other things. I definitely want to bring up the fact that he ran a stop sign as well. Um, and Never and yet. harassment, definitely harassment. He he definitely was uh, he was definitely harassing. So. Rody, we're not we're not in the silencing business, so we're gonna let you say your piece. We 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 don't do the whole silencing thing, you know. We let people speak, so we do want to hear what you have to say. But first, remember, you have sworn, you have taken an oath that you will tell the truth and nothing but the truth. Did he take the oath? Yeah, kayfabe, brother. Grab, grab a knife, and I want to see blood on paper right now. You are going to be taking an oath. I want a fingerprint. Um, okay, it's done. Rody, explain yourself. You want the truth? You can't handle the truth. I want what you want from me. That's all he had. That's all he had. He's waiting. He's That's waiting all like he had to use that. No, no. I don't know where you're coming from. I'm saying I have attitude all of a sudden. I say four things through the entire show. Yeah, man. Cool. Objection. Awesome. It doesn't Go matter. Ahead. Objection. You got it. Go ahead. Am I overruled? Okay. So, uh, fuck you. That's that's it. That's my objection. Oh, I plead the. Well, fit. I need some order in this court. Okay. You can't handle order in this court. Whoa. Doesn't work like that. Sorry. Doesn't. Cash, we're going to have to dismiss your client if he cannot control himself. Why the fuck is he my client? Cash is is my client. Some respect around here. What's even happening? (laughs) Rody. Shut your mouth. How do you plead to the charges of harassment and... Running a stop sign. Not guilty. You plead not guilty. Yeah, I didn't do it. Okay, we will be taking this to trial next week. <laughs> uh, objection. Whoopee. Yes. Yes. Um, if I can present physical evidence of him running this stop sign, is there still... Uh, trial, or do we have to wait for the trial for me to present the evidence? You would have to present the plaintiff would have to present the evidence at the trial. The only reason why I'm asking is because we don't need somebody like him out in, you know, in in daylight, in public, walking around a menace to society. That's Um, true. So, Rody, we will be taking your driver's license away (laughs) and we will see you at trial next week. Are we adjourned? Can you guys can I get around to work? Dismissed. This court <laughs> is dismissed. Hi, welcome. This is Nerdy News with me, the roadie, and Cash. What's going on, dude? It's, you know, uh, we, we kind of sat there and said that there wasn't a, a shit ton of news this week, but honestly, I think there was more news than, than we really gave it credit for. I mean, I was able to find 
quite quite a bit of nerdy news for this week. So I mean, we do have some things to talk about. But I've been so busy uh, Rody, with work you... and whatnot that I, had, I haven't really had time to look. So that yeah, the I, last I, I, I started. That I looked. I couldn't really see anything, but I didn't. I didn't go down that rabbit hole too much. Just I, I, I kind of started. I kind of started taking my notes yesterday. I was like, all right, you know, we, we, we've got to do dirty news this weekend, so I, I should really go through and start, you know, jotting some shit down that happened. It's like, God, what the hell happened this week? I was like, oh, no, there was some stuff. There was some good shit that came out this week. So, yeah, we got quite a bit quite a bit to talk about, actually. So, uh, Rody, why don't you go ahead and start it out? What do you got for me this week? Well, I got the same thing that you got, and that's the WWE 2K22. Oh yeah, we got to get into that for a minute. For sure, we got it. We got to talk about that for a minute. You know, I, I I bought it. It looked good on like the previews and then whatnot, but then I got it and I was like, "Damn, yeah. this looks better. It plays a lot smoother than fucking the last like three games." That yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's especially especially if you've got it on the PS5 because it just oh, yeah. it, it's. Very, very fluid. The matches are smooth as hell. I mean, it's it's an upgrade in every conceivable way. Because 2K20 was was a fucking travesty. That was just a bad, <laughs> it was just a bad game. Yeah, it, it was so not a very. It was not a good game it was whatsoever. When it first came out. So, correct. It was exactly <laughs> like that. So they no, they took a whole year off. They skipped right over. 2K21, that game doesn't exist. Nope, there is no 2K21. They skipped ground. right the hell, right over that. Yeah, it was Battleground, which was, you know, a, a funny concept. I wish that game would have been better, but it, you know, just very repetitive. Very repetitive. Um, but 2K22, um, a huge stacked roster. I was surprised how it's many people ended big. up being on the. It. I mean, well, it's like 160 guys. Like it's it's a pretty big roster. Um, a lot of those guys that are featured on that game are actually in AEW now, and I mentioned that in our chat earlier that there, there are quite a few AEW guys on uh, 2K22. So feasibly, you can go create uh, the Dynamite Arena. You can go create the Dynamite Arena, and uh, you know do some AEW shows on your <laughs> on your WWE game. So yeah, I've it's seen, uh, I've it's, already seen that happen, man. Oh, I, I bet. I bet somebody's already done it because you're allowed to add your the own graphics and shit. In that game is um, as bonkers as it always has been. Yeah. The only thing I don't like so far about it, about customization, is the characters, like the move set. Oh yeah, yeah. That kind of that kind of. Well, I I started my my rise mode and I was surprised that you really couldn't edit their edit any of their shit. You know, like I, I tried. I was like, "Is there? Am I missing something?" Well, I was like, "How the fuck do I?" It seems like how do I add my moves? Yeah, there's not many moves that you could add. It's not like it has been before. Where you takes a good forty five to an hour and a half to create a perfect fucking character with like the. Moveset. I feel like this is gonna. Pi- I feel like it's gonna piss Geo off. Oh no! It, he's, it, he's, it made me mad. Yeah, Geo. So Geo is, is very, very he's looking forward to it. He will. Geo literally puts hours upon hours into his customizations on the 2k series specifically but his character geo will fucking sit there for three four hours just editing every single detail and the the fact that they don't really give you that option with your created character is kind of 
Ugh, I don't I don't know, man. I don't know if you need to unlock like uh, more moves down the line or something. I haven't gotten that far in the game. I mean, I just I just got to raw, so I, I haven't gotten super far. Um, so I don't know if it if it changes and they give you more options. But as of right now, it's it's very very no, limited. Man, because I, I've already been to raw and then I already got transferred to SmackDown, and I still have it. Like you can't create like there's specific move sets for like for your brawler for your your big guy for your technical for your fucking high flyer each one has like a certain move set that you can you could kind of mess with you could pick like one out of the five choices that they have the five the five choices they give you yeah they only give you five that's why i went with uh ended days or whatever the fuck for my finisher Same. i was like well i've only I've, I've only got five choices so i guess that's the one that i'm gonna pick because that's the best one that was presented like, so yeah that? i mean i yeah but that was that was my only downfall the only bad thing, negative thing, the only thing I don't like so far about the game. Everything else plays fucking smooth. I love yeah. I love the fact that now, like, because beforehand, it, you'd have to you grab them and instantly put them in a move or whatever. But now it's like you have to, like, grab them as in, like, call elbow tight, like, lock up. And then you have to put them into the fucking, to the move. And I think that's, it just makes yeah. it look that much better. So I give it to him. Yeah, so, this time. Um, you know, if for Minus. the GOME bag show, here here at the GOME bag show, we are big fans, I mean, obviously, of pro wrestling, but the wrestling gaming genre um, is something that we all grew up with. So if you enjoyed those games, if you enjoyed wrestling games growing up, you know, you I, I doubt you'll be disappointed by this one. So Not I suggest you, you know, check it out. I, I absolutely would recommend checking out 2K22. It's definitely worth your time. I mean, you could still, like, create your character to look as cool as you want him to it's just yeah. it's literally just the move set that's the only problem and that that's the only big issue but other than that fucking it's the golden peach on the apple tree man it is it's uh very very good oh uh what what else you, what else you got here roadie let's see what else do i have so fun uh fun little thing Keanu Reeves, you know how we're playing cyberpunk right now, and he's just amazing yeah. in fucking Johnny Silverhand. Yeah, Silverhand's uh, his role is just fucking guy. great. Yeah, you thought that like he he was a miscast because uh, you know Keanu's kind of got that just that very monotone sort of voice, but what he does with Silverhand is one of my favorite things that I think he's ever done. Like it's it's just so well done. He doesn't give a fuck, you know, and that's you know, that's what I love about him. Yeah. Uh just a drunk motherfucker that wants to play his guitar and fuck chicks. Like, I mean that's you can't <laughs> you can't go wrong with that, dude. Like he's he's got that just that swagger, that attitude. And his, but um like, anyways, con continue continue, Rody. Like you said, his voice is just like motto tone and, and just huh, right? It's yeah. such a, it's it's a, it's a nice voice. Such a good voice. In fact, it could play Batman. <laughs> Batman, no shit. It is the new voice play Batman? It is the, he is going to be the new voice of Batman in the animated series of uh, DC's League of Super Pets? Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, it's uh, <laughs> it's it's kind of you know it, it looks like it's going to be funny. So I'll probably take my kids to oh, go dude, see it. Yeah. You know, it's. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll take them to go see it. It looks like, um, you know, what is it? Secret Life of Pets. It's got that vibe to it, you know. So this is DC Super Pets, you know, whatever the hell it is. It's so, <laughs> yeah, I'll, pro I'll, I'll probably take my kids no, no. You know, to go check it out. So, yeah, he's going to be playing the voice of Batman. I think that's interesting. I do like the idea of Keanu Reeves uh, voicing Batman. I think that'll be pretty good. Uh, yeah, I mean, why not, right? Fucking, why not? Yeah, yeah, why the hell not, man? Uh, Keanu Reeves is one of the most beloved actors in the world, you know? I mean, you, that guy literally can do no wrong. So, you know, fucking put Keanu Reeves in it and have him go to town, man. I'm sure he does a great job. I'm sure I'm sure that he does. Uh, I'm sure, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, did you ever play any Assassin's Creed? Assassin's uh, Creed? Yeah, yeah I, I, I did. You know, I, uh, I put hours into Black Flag. That was the one that yeah. I, I probably spent. I probably spent more time with Black Flag than I think any of them. That Cruising was that was my favorite pirate one. Pirate ships, bro. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, samezies. Yeah, I fucking put a lot of time into that game. Samezies. Um, did you ever play the Valhalla? You know, I played it a little bit, but I, I think around that time, I I felt like the Assassin's Creed genre had just become so fucking oversaturated to where there was a new game, a new spinoff every year, and it was oh, yeah. it was starting to get, it, it was every fucking year there was something new, and it's like, ah, man, like I just I can't fucking keep up with this with this series anymore. Like I have no fucking idea what's happening anymore, well, no clue. Well, so, so I kind of that's the thing is I kind of fell off with. They don't even know what they're fucking doing, bro. They they're no, so I, they went from they went from historic events to things that are mytho mythological. Did I say that right? Mythical, mythical. Yes, uh, myth myth mythological. Yes, that's that's the word. Uh, fucking, they're just all over the Mytho goddamn place. mythology. They're all over the goddamn. Yeah, place. no. But anyways, getting off topic with the craziness. Um. So the uh, Assassin's Creed just dropped a new uh, DLC of Dawn of Ragnarok, which anybody that oh yeah, so they doing some Thor and Loki shit now? Is that is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, it's you know it's the well, the Valhalla is the uh, they're all Vikings, and yeah, Thor and Loki are actually gods to them, those people or were yeah. Uh, but anyways, the review says thumbs down. Game's just as boring. The DLC is just as boring as the game is. <laughs> yeah, literally wasn't the a, same yeah. fucking like. And that was my problem with like it. The game to begin with, like from the beginning of the series, was it was just very redundant, very repetitive. Yeah. Go over mm -hmm. there, listen no, to that I... guy, stab him, jump off this, reveal the map. Go over there, stab him, jump off this, reveal the map. It's just like, all right, cool. It's the same crap in in every game. It really it, is. It, it gets you just get gets, different figures it, of history. It gets to be so, and that's what I was saying. It, it gets to be so damn boring after a while that you're just kind of like, eh, I'm not, I'm not interested in you know in playing this anymore. Like it's fun for a while. You know, the first couple Assassin's Creed games were pretty great. You know, the first three or four, and then it just you know after that it, it no, it just bores the hell out of me. So. Yeah, I, w I probably wouldn't have checked out anyways, but I'm you know I'm glad to hear that it's a pile of shit, so I really don't have to check it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I'm not, I obviously I'm not going to put any time into that. You know, what wasn't a piece of shit. What's that? That new trailer from um, uh, fucking I was going to say Moon Knight. I don't know why I I don't even have Moon Knight listed on my list. <laughs> 
I think there was something new for Moon Knight. But recently, there was, so, I mean, that's, <laughs> there was yeah. a new trailer that dropped for Moon Knight, and it was it looked really really great. <laughs> yeah, Moon Knight's uh, gonna be funny awesome. As, I'm excited uh, about that. Um, no, I was gonna say, dude, I'm so excited for Moon Knight. God damn it! Oh, I was gonna say, yeah, gonna be great. the season three of The Boys. Fuck. Oh yeah, that that trailer wait. dropped yesterday, and it looks fucking amazing. Did, I was like, oh man. Did you oh, see so Homeboy? Or did you see what's his name's in it? Fucking the guy from Supernatural. Oh yeah, uh, Jensen Ackles. Yeah, yeah, he's a uh, yeah, he's gonna be uh, Soldier Boy. That's the name of his character, Soldier Boy. So he's he's supposed to be kind of their version of Captain America. Uh, um, it's 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 in that same I, I don't know but the, from from my recollection of Soldier Boy in the comic books I distinctly recall him being kind of fucked up so which I mean they're every character in the up. boys they're all fucked up <laughs> they're all there's not, fucked up <laughs> yeah, there is not a character I, I mean I think the only fucking character with a decent moral compass in that show is probably Starlight yeah. and that's that's really it you know Huey Huey's a good guy too you know Huey just gets caught up in these fucking fucked up situations you know that he i mean it, it's all but it's all and it's all butcher it's all it's all billy butcher's fucking fault everything that happens to that poor son of a bitch oh yeah right right <laughs> but yeah it looked like butcher had fucking superpowers it in did. that trailer like but butcher had laser eyes it's like what the fuck i was like for a guy that hates soups as much as he does like it butcher ends up with superpowers but shit dude i'm all about it i want to see how where where that goes Super um you know you you're going to get some crazy shit with Butcher because you always do. You're going to get some crazy shit with fucking with Homelander because Homelander is out of his fucking he's, mind. He's crazy. You know, yeah, Homelander is actually fucking nuts. So, you know, I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait. I can't wait for season three to drop. It. Yeah. I believe it's uh, early, early part of June is when uh, season three is supposed <coughs> to drop. I hope they fucking drop those episodes week by week. That's how they do it. They usually start yeah. with the first three. The first three get uploaded immediately, so you can binge the first three episodes, and then after that, it's it's every week. Yeah, it's weekly. They'll drop. They'll drop a new episode. I, I swear to God, I'll watch that entire fucking show in one sitting. I would too. I would too. So I'll I'll usually binge the first three episodes, and then I'll you know wait week to week for the new ones to come out. But yeah, it's it's going to be great. I'm I'm very very excited about the new season of the boys. This is season three of the boys. Uh, which you have, if you haven't checked out Diabolical yet, the uh, the animated series that they just See, released I for the boys. I have been oh, meaning so, to, but I haven't had the time. It's I, I think so I good. God damn, god damn, it's good. It is brutal. Is it? Really brutal. Oh, yeah, the first episode's done in, like, this animation style, like, old Looney Tunes or fucking uh, the Animaniacs or, you know, in that that genre. But it's so much blood, so much fucking carnage going on. The the effects over the top of it are very much Animaniacs. The music is very much Animaniacs, but it is such it, it's so fucked up. Okay. Um, and it's 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 great. It's definitely worth checking out. Watch tonight. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very good. So I I genuinely suggest fucking checking out Diabolical because it's yeah it t- it ties in some shit with the show. Have you heard anything um, on? Uh, was it Invincible? Oh, um, season two. At I, least? I I know. You know they haven't announced anything yet. I know that they're working on season two. Uh, I know that that's a thing. It, it, Invincible season two is an active development, but they haven't said anything about 
a release date or when it's supposed to be coming out. Just that it is okay. coming out eventually. Okay, so okay, okay. okay. I, I hope at some point in the next year they they release some more information on Invincible season two. Yeah. Um, I got one more thing, but I'm gonna I'm gonna let you take over for a second. What you got? Yeah, I've got you know I like I said I thought it was gonna be a slow news week, but I've actually written down quite a few things. So um, first off, uh, March 10th. Recently, three days ago, we uh, yeah, it was March 10th, which for you know nerds around the world, March 10th is known as Mario, Mario Day. Day. So typically, what Nintendo does on Mario Day is they'll discount all the Mario games. They'll give everything to you at you know twenty, thirty dollars off, which is pretty great. Um, which let me tell you is the only time of the year you will find those games discounted. Yep. That's it. You just, just never Mother's Day, Father's Day, President's Day, Christmas, New Year's, fucking Harbor Day, Labor Day, fucking any day of the week. You will not find those guys. <laughs> you will not find those discounted unless it's March 10th. Yeah, that's it's the only time you'll get a day. Well, the thing about Nintendo and this is, you know, they, they have such a wonderful collection of first party titles. They really do. Nintendo's first party games are just amazing yeah on point consistently on point but you know with with nintendo the one downside with them is that you never ever get their games discounted um very very rarely will they drop that 60 dollar price tag it, it almost never happens yeah. um especially with the first party games they've had games that have been out for the last three four five years still $60 like it's it's impossible to find those games cheaper so if yeah. you get a chance you know like on Mario Day get a chance to get something discounted I take full advantage of that dude you can get fucking Super Mario Odyssey and Mario Party and all that shit for about 30 or 40 bucks as opposed to the $60 that you normally be paying so um, I meant but, to pick up a uh, Mario versus Sonic at the Olympics yeah, because that's just that's a all around a great party game. Just, yeah, we had it. It's it's a lot of peeps. fun. Yeah, but I got I, I got I just I forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> totally spaced it. Well, I mean, speaking specifically regarding Mario Day, Nintendo had some pretty big news. Um, they have over the last two or three, four or five years been working on a Super Nintendo World at uh, Universal Studios in California. Uh, they finally announced that Super Nintendo World will be open to the public in 2023, um, which I don't know how much video you've seen on the Super Nintendo World in Japan, but it's fucking incredible. It, it, it's amazing. The way that they did it, <laughs> built Peach's Castle. They've got a Mario Kart ride specific towards Bowser, it, it, it's it's amazing. The whole setup is incredible. So 2023, I'm I'm absolutely going to California to to check it out. I was gonna say, when should we buy the tickets? Because I'm going with you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm 100 percent making an Orlando trip happen. Shit, we, we can do the the podcast on the road yeah. from a uh, super from Super Nintendo World. Um, yeah, I I absolutely want to go. Um, that's that's gonna be amazing. Um, only they're, if we they're could, still only if we could get a room in the hotel. In fucking Mario Land, yeah, that'd <laughs> uh, be great. Uh, well, I mean, they're still they're still building, they're still branching off. Right now in Japan, they are working on a Donkey Kong World, 
that connects yeah. to that connects to Super Mario World. So the plan is to open that Donkey Kong World out in Japan, and eventually they're going to bring that over to That's America. So what? what? Yeah, I, I hope we get it. I, I really hope we get it out here. That would be amazing. I mean, I've I've said a thousand times that someday I'm I'm going to go to Japan. You know, just to see all the crazy shit that they've got that we don't have out here. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I mean, I think Japanese culture is just absolutely incredible. So one of these days I'm going to go, I'm, I'm going to go to Japan. That's going to happen. But if we can get a Donkey Kong world out here, I mean, it would definitely save me $15,000. The fact that yeah. we're getting a Mario <laughs> Land out here is fucking amazing. Yeah, I'm very, very excited about it. It's it's going to be great. Wow. Um. They, there was actually another pretty big announcement. PlayStation did their uh, their state of play um, a few days ago. Y- you know, typically with their state of play, they'll throw down, you know, a, a collection of titles. Some of them are exciting. Some of them are not so exciting. Um, I would honestly say this was one of the more underwhelming state of plays that they've had bow, recently bow, because bow. they're there. I mean, it just it wasn't one of those things where Anything got me overly hyped, but there was one announcement that I about did a fucking cartwheel over in my living room let's because I was so, so excited. Let's hear it. Um, they announced that they are doing a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Cowabunga co- edition that is going to be what? dropping at, at some point this year. So there has never been a mass release for the original side-scrolling turtle games that's never happened before i mean a lot of people have been clamoring for these games for (laughs) years years now because i mean for a lot of us there are so many wonderful childhood memories attached to those games i mean one of the first games i can distinctly recall ever playing on nintendo was uh you know the turtles yeah teenage mutant ninja turtles arcade game um, which you got to pick your character and side scrolling through the whole thing. It was it was one of my favorite games when I was a kid. Um, but they're doing an entire collection, the whole damn thing, every Turtles game that ever came out for side scroller. So I've got the list here. So Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade game. Uh, Ninja Turtles Turtles in Time, the arcade game. Uh, Ninja Turtles for NES. TMNT Two, the arcade game. TMNT Three. The Manhattan Project. Fuck yeah, that uh, game Turtles. That game yeah, the Manhattan Project was fucking amazing. Uh, Turtles in Time for SNES. Uh, the Hyperstone Heist on Genesis, which was one of my favorite games. Yeah. Fucking, I'm so stoked that that's dropping. Uh, Follow the Foot on Game Boy. Back from the Sewers from Game Boy. Radical Rescue from Game Boy. And they have like three versions of uh, Tournament Fighters on there, which Tournament Fighters was awesome. That was like their their version of Mortal Kombat. Yeah. So, yeah, it's all Turtles characters doing, you know, beating each other's asses. And it's, it's yeah, it's really great. So they off, haven't to, given out a... To get off subject yeah. real quick, but still be on subject real quick, did you play uh, the Turtles and was it the Injustice series? Fighting the fighting oh, game. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, Injustice too. Yeah, I, um, that's actually one of my more frequented characters is using. I believe it's, if I'm not mistaken, it's Leonardo that you're using. Yeah. But I, the I other three so. turtles kind of jump in whenever you call them, so they'll come in, they'll kick their asses too. So the other three turtles are there, but Leonardo is your 
Main primary series, character yeah. that, that that you're using i thought it was great i thought the visuals for that were were awesome i thought they did an awesome job with the uh, injustice 2 and the, the the turtles specifically making them a part of it was yeah it was pretty great um yeah, they did a- not have a release date for uh cowabunga collection they, they have not released a date they just said it was in 2022 so i'm assuming at some point this <laughs> summer most likely ah, um, no. that's what i if it was that soon, they probably would have said something. Well, you got to think that this game is done. It's done. Like, I mean, yeah. it's not like you're you're making the games. The games are already, they exist. You just got to put them all on a damn, you know, a drive and have that be that. Like, I mean, the games are already there. So, I mean, it's, I don't think they have to put a shit ton of work. They did say that they did some remastered visuals on it. So, the games do look better. They look updated, you know, as they should on, you know, current gen consoles but really the games are already there they just have to update the visual stuff a little bit and that's pretty much it uh but keep an eye out for that uh they did announce there is going to be a god of war tv series coming out on amazon prime um there is so live action so much no this is live action live action god of war yeah, live action God of War. That's yeah, crazy. Amazon Prime recently recently announced that they worked out a deal with PlayStation, so they are going to be releasing a God of War TV series on Amazon Prime. Nice. Um, there is about a thousand stories they can do there. There is so much shit that they can pull from. If you look at Kratos' journey, everything he's gone through over the course of his life, like there is a lot that they can talk about. There are a ton of stories to tell. Um, you, that spans over, you know, Greek mythology to Norse mythology to, you know, wherever they, they happen to go with it in the future. Um, but there is a lot that they can do with that. I've always said that the, the perfect guy for that role, the guy that I would cast immediately, the guy that in my head makes the most sense for Kratos, um, would be the rock. He'd be the guy. He would He would immediately be the guy that I would put in that role. Dude, um, dude I, I don't know. Visually, I um, I agree with you, actually. He's swollen. Yeah. Oh, okay. I yeah, he's... I, but, I think The Rock would be a phenomenal Kratos. I think he would be great. I've said that for years, so I, I don't know if that's the way they'll go with it, but I really think they should consider it. I saw a, <laughs> I saw a picture during the Halloween season of Braun Strowman fucking... Dressed up as a Kratos, it was like fucking. He looked ideal. I almost think Strowman's but too big though, like almost too big for the role of Kratos. Um, that dude's fucking. He's a a monster. I like, know, but he absolute... looked like the way he looked. I was just like, I was like, all right, man, fuck you, win. Yeah, You're I'm not sure how how. <laughs> I'm not sure how good an actor Strowman is. Yeah, no, so no, definitely I, you know, not. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't gets know. Gets on set and starts doing his like fucking thing where he like runs around the ring, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know how good. Yeah, I don't know how he would do in the role, but I mean, I, I'm sure he has the look. That doesn't surprise me. Um, I've got a couple more things, Rody. Do you want to throw down your your last one? What what, what you? What your last little piece of news is? Oh, yeah. My last thing. Here it is. Ready? Can I get a drum roll? <laughs> Fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi. Oh, yeah. They just dropped the trailer. 
Yep. And yeah, it I... is fucking packed full of fucking deliciousness. Oh, you've got the Sith Inquisitor in there, and I about lost my fucking mind. It's like, oh, yeah, dude. It's like, that is great. But what popped me the most on that trailer, what what really got me was that they used Duel of the Fates as the song. And I was like, oh, yeah, dude. It's like, this is this is perfect. Like, it, it is so, oh, God, it looked great. Because I've said it a thousand times. I've said this repeatedly. There was no way in hell that Obi-Wan just sat on his ass on Tatooine for almost two fucking years just keeping an eye on Luke. There's no way. Like, there is no fucking way he didn't have adventures, you know, in the midst of that, you know, that time frame. So, for them to do a series um, is great. Obi-Wan, excuse me, Obi-Wan. Ewan McGregor, who plays Obi-Wan Kenobi, um, he he has made the statement that... um, how he feels about Star Wars now. Uh, fan reaction to the prequels was not great. Uh, 20, 25 years ago, it was it was not great. You know, a lot of people really didn't like the prequels. Um, yeah. The prequels now uh, get a lot more positivity. There is a lot more positive feedback with the prequels. It's like a fine whiskey. It grows in time, my friend. It did. It grew but, in I mean, time. I to be... To be honest, I always liked the prequels. I I never had a problem with them. I didn't. So I mean, I, I didn't like the first yeah. one. Yeah, I like the first one. Yeah, uh, yeah. Phantom Menace is a little hard for people to get into. Um, Attack of the Clones had some great stuff, but it was Revenge of the Sith that brought it oh, all together. Oh, that's uh, the, yeah, dude. Reven- I can watch that movie any day of the week. Yeah, Revenge of the Sith had one of the best lightsaber, probably the best lightsaber oh. battle that, that has oh. happened across any of the films. That final fight between Obi-Wan and Anakin, to me, is is still the best one. Dude. You know, that that is still the best lightsaber battle in the in the film series by far. But Obi-Wan itself, um, you saw the the Sith Inquisitor, Hayden Christensen is actually back to play Darth Vader. Uh, which uh, uh, Ewan McGregor did make the statement that it was very emotional for them to be back on set together, to be doing this again together almost 20 years later. That's um, amazing. Yeah, he said that it was it was very, very emotional for both of them to be back together and to be doing this again. Um, Hayden, you know, like he got a lot of flack back in the day, but, you know, at the end of the day, Hayden Christensen's Anakin Skywalker, and there's no fucking changing that. Yeah, so, ooh, yeah. There's no fucking changing it. Suck so, it, nerds. I'm, I'm glad that he's back. Uh, I'm glad that he's going to be playing Vader. And they're saying that there is one more big lightsaber battle coming up with Obi-Wan and Vader. And that's, I, I can't wait. I can't fucking wait. Because if, it, you know, for those of you that have read the books or seen the comics or, you know, any of that stuff, they've always talked about the third battle. There was always a third battle. One but second, one it's, second. It, keep going. I'm listening. Yeah, there was, there was always a third battle. They, they've always said that it, it it happened. They just hadn't given any context to when it happened. So in this series, apparently we're going to be getting the third lightsaber battle between Obi-Wan and Darth Vader, which, it you know, if, it, if it's anything like their, their first one, um, you know, can, can, uh, as far as canically... Their first one is from Revenge of the Sith. If you go based on history, it's actually A New Hope because that was, you know, late 70s. Um, but if it's anything like the one from Revenge of the Sith, it's going to be great. Yeah, so I was uh, I was at Bookman's the other day. 
And I picked up a Obi Wan and Anakin fucking comic. Okay. It's an adventure. Which era? Which with them on it? Which which era is? Oh, that's that's got to be Attack uh, Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. That era. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's yeah. That's rad. That's Dude, super I'm, rad. I, I've been waiting to read this bad mama jam and, and I think I'm gonna make time tonight. Um, yeah. Did you also notice who uh, who's back? Speaking of all these people who's back, you know who else is back? Fucking who else is back? Uncle Owen. Oh yeah, guy, yeah. Owen, uh, yeah played, Owen's back. Which uh, him who played him in the fucking Revenge of the Sith the prequels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's great, which leads me to believe that Baru's probably back. Also, um, they did have a shot of a young Luke Skywalker, a very young Luke Skywalker, yeah. probably five, six, seven years old, something like that. Like they did have a shot of him. You know, in the film, like you did see a young Luke. So um, well, sure I know that he's, he's supposed to be watching over him. Yes. Spent spent the, the rest of his life wa- watching over Luke and keeping an eye on him. You know, and I mean, Luke, Luke traditionally has always looked at, you know, Obi-Wan uh, Ben like, Old man. you know, like a like a surrogate father, like, you know, somebody that was like a fucking a dad to him, a mentor to him. So, um yeah, it's it's going to be great, and I can't wait for for that series to to come out. I mean, I, I think it's May. It's supposed so we've got you know maybe two months that we got to wait, and then yeah, Obi One's going to come Bro, and hit it's, us in the face. It's fl- this fucking year's flying by already. So yeah, <laughs> two months, shit, that's nothing. That's not bad. I'm, it'll I'm, it'll. I could I could I could you know survive on some trailers because you know they're going to drop at least two more trailers oh yeah there before... well that first one was technically a teaser trailer so the 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 coming trailers i'm sure will have more context and more story stuff um i know that based on what we saw the sith inquisitor uh, is looking for him like uh darth vader's fucking people are trying to find obi-wan um you know Why so it's the rest it's, of the jedi yeah, they want to kill off all the Jedi. You know, I'm sure Yoda's not going to be in this. Yoda's in deep hiding right now. Mm-hmm. You know, they have no idea that he's on fucking Dagobah. So, yeah, yeah he's in the Dagobah <laughs> yeah. system. Uh, yeah, he's in the Dagobah system. So I don't think that they're going to fucking find Yoda. But I know, <laughs> it, but based on the context of the trailer, it looks like that they're they're looking for Obi Wan. So, yeah, I have a lot of high hopes for it. So, um, real quick question: in this, yeah. uh, Do you think that? Since the Ma- Mandalorian, we had, I can never pronounce her name, and I never want to. <clears throat> Ahsoka Tano. Yes, thank you. I didn't want to. I didn't want to yeah. botch her name because yeah, Ahsoka Tano. Show respect like that. Do you think she's gonna be in yeah. it? Um, she was in Mandalorian. You, she was in. She you was know, in fucking. Well, Bubba. if if you, you look, make a if younger you version at- of her. If you look at Mando, well, because, I mean, based on what Mando takes place, it takes place about five years after the fall of the Empire, uh, five years after Jedi. So it, it would be a younger Ahsoka if she was in it. Um, you're talking Ahsoka in her 20s. You know, she'd still be relatively young. So yeah, but the, I don't think the, the the actress that plays her could easily pull that off. Come on. Oh, Rosario could. Yes, of course, Rosario could. Rosario Dawson is uh, she is ageless. She is still a, a, a fucking smoke show. Yeah. Despite, you know, being in her. Yeah, she's still a fucking smoke show. Um, I think it's a possibility, but I really think what they're going to want to do is focus on. Obi-Wan focus on Anakin 
um, you know, make make that the the primary focus of the series. I think it would be great if Ahsoka showed up um, just to kind like, of speak to Obi Wan. Where and talk was about she all those what years? Happened. What? Well, she left. She left. If you remember what happened in the Clone Wars, she leaves the Jedi Order, decides to go out on her own, and has her own goddamn adventures. So, <laughs> you know, Ahsoka's gone for a while. But it would be cool to see Obi Wan and uh, Ahsoka interact and kind of i want to see it yes there is there is a lot of history between them it would be great to see them interact and you know kind of talk about the downfall of anakin and what what happened and ultimately you know where his choices led him you know i i think it would be great to to see them have that open dialogue about that i think that would be great um but i don't know if it's going to happen i haven't heard anything about her potentially being in the show so i don't know um, as far as I know, the, the two people that were, you know, set to come back from the original, well, for the prequel series were Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen. Anything past that, I'm, I'm not sure. But I do think it's cool what they're going to be doing with it. I do like the fact that there's going to be more Sith um, in this in this series. So, you know, we'll get some potentially badass freaking Obi-Wan Kenobi lightsaber battles. Uh, Rody, you got anything else, or you want me to throw down my last two? I'm all tapped out, brother. That's all you. Okay. Uh, so, there was uh, an announcement maybe a year and a half ago or so from WWE, uh, WWE, WB Games Montreal uh, that they were working on a co-op DC title called Gotham Knights that um, was going to feature Batgirl, Robin, Nightwing, and Red Hood. So, it's the Batman family. Um, and if you saw that trailer, they, they say that Batman is dead. So now it's the four of them trying to keep Gotham City safe. Gotham. Uh, they finally announced a release date yeah. for Gotham Knights. Um, October 25th, 2022. So Gotham Knights will be out this year. Like we will get to see Gotham Knights, um, you know, fourth quarter of uh, 2022. Bro. You know, I, I, I've, I've seen some video. I, I don't know a lot about it. You know, I just just from what I've seen, just the trailer stuff, you know. But it, it looks interesting. Uh, but they did say that this was not a, a follow-up to the Arkham games. So they said, do not expect that. It, it's not a direct continuation. It's not a follow-up. Because, I mean, I thought it was. Because, you know, spoiler, spoiler alert. If, if you haven't played, you know, the last Arkham game... It, it's been five, six fucking years. Why the hell haven't you played it yet? Like Jesus Christ, you had five. You've had five years to play it. You know, so I don't feel bad giving up a spoiler. Not at all. But they they allude to the fact that Batman is dead at, at the end of the last Arkham game. The, the Batman dies in that explosion in Wayne Manor. So they give you the illusion that he's dead, but you're not a hundred percent sure that he's dead. It's Batman. So whenever they announce Gotham. Whenever they announced Gotham Knights, they said, oh, Batman's dead. I said, oh, well, I guess this is a continuation of, you know, Same. Arkham Knight. Like, I I guess this is. But then they came out and said, no, 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 no. It's not a continuation. So but why? I don't know. hundred. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's well, because Rocksteady's not doing it. Rocksteady's okay. focused on, okay. you know, the Suicide Squad game right now. So um, Rocksteady has been in charge of the the arkham games since the very beginning but they are currently working on the suicide squad game so that they're not involved in this this is wb montreal so you know we'll see how that we'll see how they do but october 25th 2022 that is that's the release 
So I, I don't have high, high hopes, but I'm hoping for the best. You know, Montreal actually did Arkham Origins, the game that dropped on PS3 like eight, nine years ago. Arkham Origins, I didn't think was a bad game. Wow. You know, I mean, I thought it was pretty damn good. Um, you get that's that's your first appearance from Joker. That that was his first meeting with the Joker in the Arkham series. So I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. Uh, you know, I didn't I didn't hate it. Um, but we'll see how they do, man. Like we'll see how the game turns out. I'm definitely excited for this game. I've been I've been tracking it for a while. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying the fact that you got you know multiple different playthrough options here with each character. Yeah. I don't give a yeah, you'll get an fuck you'll get, about you'll get Red to go. Robin, but I want to play as Red Hood and like Batgirl. Like that's how that's it. That's all I yeah, do. well, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Nightwing, so I you know I'm glad that you, you. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of Nightwing, so I'm glad that you get to play through as him. Uh, but Red Hood is uh, brutal, brutal. Like uh, as far as the Batman family goes, he is the most brutal. I mean, he's like the character. most wine. Ba- he's like a crybaby, you know. Yeah, like, but um, you let Joker kill me. <laughs> Suck it up, Jason. Um, yeah, that's uh, yeah, just a crowbar. If, if, if you don't read the Batman comics, Red Hood is Jason Todd. And uh, back in the '80s, DC did a an entire angle where they let the audience pick whether or not Jason was going to live or whether or not he was going to die. Overwhelmingly. The audience, the core audience for Batman said, fucking kill him. So Joker smashed his fucking head in with a crowbar, but it turned out that Jason was not actually dead. Um, There was a lot of resentment from him towards Batman. There still is to to an extent, but it's there. There has been a lot of forgiveness between the two of them. So Jason is back a part of the Batman family again. Um, He is a part of um that that overarching thing where these are like Batman's fucking kids, you know, outside of Batgirl. But you know, Batgirl's also a part of that too. Um, but yeah, I, I think it. You know, I'm hoping it'll be good. Um, I am I'm sure. You know, I'm, I'm sure. I'm, it'll I'm, be great. I'm, I'm re- yeah, I'm really hoping it's going to be Bat- good. So most Batman games are, are pretty good. Pretty damn good. Yeah. As far as the comic book games that have come out, um, you know, over the last 10, 10, 11, 12 years, uh, Batman is at the still at the very tippy tippy top. That's still the best one in my opinion. Um, you know, I, I think Guardians is up there. Dude. I think Guardians of the Galaxy is definitely up there because that is one. Of, that was the most surprising game of 2021 for me by far. <laughs> it was easily the most surprising title because I did not expect Guardians to be that good. That game was so but killer, it, bro. It was amazing. It was oh, amazing from start to finish. That was not graphics, a bad game. The storyline, yeah. the fucking music. Fucking the the fact that you get to choose your certain options and if you choose wrong you're fucked. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a perfect game. It really was, and I was so impressed. And I, I can't wait for Guardians too. Um, but you know, like I said, as far as comic book based video games, Batman the Arkham series specifically is still <laughs> still number one. So King. Nah. Um, Spider Man has really good games also. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's a fair point. That is a fair point. Spider Man was fucking incredible, and I devoted a lot of time to Spider Man. So yeah, I'll, I will give Spider Man its due. Uh, we're still waiting on that fucking Wolverine game that's supposed to come out. That's that's gonna be, yeah, that goddamn Wolverine game is is gonna be another one. Have you, so have you looked up anything on like was it the Dark Dark Sun or was it? Uh, it's like a Marvel team that hunts vampires. 
Oh, you talking? Uh, what is it? It's like Blade and shit. Yeah, fucking like Blade, it, Wolverine, yeah. Ghost Rider, um, and a couple other people. But they're coming out. Yeah, with, I haven't. They're coming out with a game later this year or next year. Oh, that'll be cool. Yeah, that'll be really cool. Um, yeah, I would definitely check that out. Uh, so far, you know, I mean, Insomniac has basically turned themselves into this fucking comic book video game, just geniuses. Um, but they did the Spider-Man series, and now they're doing Wolverine, and that's yeah, I I can't wait. Wolverine game is good. All it did yeah. showed was just his hand and the claws come out. I was like, damn, this game. Well, it showed sick. that he had beaten the shit out of everybody in the bar, like kicked the fuck out of everyone in the damn bar. And he's just sitting at the bar having a drink, and somebody else comes in, and you see that, shh, like his fucking his blades come out of his fucking hands, and you're like, ah, <laughs> oh my god, uh, yeah, I I can't wait. Well, I love the uh, the old X Men games too. There's they're they're fun. Uh, was it the the one where you like you play Wolverine in X twenty three, and he's like, or not X twenty three, X. He was just X. He had the helmet on, and he was in like. Re- you have to use like the night mode and go around killing people or taking people. Yeah, out. yeah, I, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I had it. It was yeah. fun. No, it was good. Um, but yeah, keep an eye out on that. Um, I have one more, one more piece of news. Um, and this really isn't for everybody because you know th- this series, just in general, it, it's like it went from the most popular thing in the fucking world. To something that maybe one, two million people still watch every week. It's, you know, so it still does well, but it's a far cry from where it was, you know, five, six years ago when they were getting 15, 16 million people, you know, an episode. Uh, The Walking Dead uh, is ending this year. The Walking Dead is officially going to be over. No, well... That's where I'm going. They're ending the mainline series, but they have already announced multiple spinoffs. So it, it kind of pissed me off that they announced all this shit early because now we know specifically which characters are going to live by the end. It's kind of annoying because it's like, oh, man, like now now I know he's not going to fucking die. You know, I know she's not going to die. You know, obviously she's going to make it till the end. He's going to make it till the end. Uh, last year, they announced that they were doing a uh, Daryl and Carol spinoff. So Daryl and Carol are going to go off and have their own fucking adventures um, wherever the hell they're going. But that's not what I am announcing right now. Uh, they announced <laughs> that it's going to track cash. <laughs> they announced that there is going to be a new spinoff that takes place in New York City called Isle of the Dead uh, with Negan and Maggie. They are going to be leading their own series going forward, which, I mean, I, me, and, me and Alyssa still pretty regularly watch The Walking Dead, so we've kept up with what is going on right now and what's happening, and there is a lot of tension Dude, I stopped, between... I stopped watching, like, what be, was it, during the prison? They found, yeah, they found yeah, well, prison? That, that was that was like season, that was season three? Yes. Yeah, that was a long I, time that's ago. That's when I stopped watching. They're up to season 11 now. Jesus. Some, yeah, it's season 11. So yeah, it's been along for a long time, but... Uh, you know, there has been a lot of tension between Negan and Maggie and, you know, in recent episodes, you could, she, she wants to kill him. She does. 
She's wanted to kill him for for like five, six fucking years at this point. She's wanted to kill him. Didn't he kill? Uh, but she hasn't. Didn't he kill that? Uh, her boyfriend. He killed Glenn. Glenn? Her, her husband. Her husband. You know, her the, the the father of her fucking child. Yeah, he murdered him right in front of her. Fucking beat his ass to death the with a bat. bat. So right. I mean, it was it was brutal. It was the most brutal. It. Yeah, it was the most brutal thing I've ever seen on The Walking Dead because his eyeball fucking popped out of his face. I remember like the memes. it was it, it was brutal. I remember yeah, the memes. <laughs> super brutal. So Maggie has wanted to kill Negan for a very long time, but Negan is also on kind of a a redemption story where he's not that guy anymore. He's not that I mean, he's still brutal when he wants to be, but Negan is not a bad person. You know, he's he's kind of found kind of found the light still searching for the light in himself to fucking you know make things right you know with everybody uh but yeah they're gonna be doing isle of the dead which uh jeffrey dean morgan uh who is a fucking god in my eyes i i love jeffrey dean morgan i've loved every goddamn thing he's ever been in um jeffrey dean morgan says this is going to be a completely different walking dead experience he goes you know he's like i was back and forth on whether or not, you know, I would keep playing the character once the series was over. He goes, but they offered me something, offered a story to me that was just too amazing to walk away from. He goes, and I'm thrilled that I get to continue playing Negan for the foreseeable future. So, Isle of the Dead. Um, yeah, Negan and Maggie. You know, if, if you're still watching The Walking Dead, which a lot of people aren't, if you still are, <laughs> you know, yeah, a lot of people aren't watching it anymore. But if you're still watching The Walking Dead, dude, yeah, wait, it's 2023 is when that's supposed to drop. So I, keep an eye out. I it. honestly thought that show ended fucking years ago. No, it, it stayed. Well, I mean, when the Negan shit started is when people kind of started walking away from it. Literally walking dead people fucking walked away from it. Um, yeah, it's, um, it, it got kind of just very convoluted to where I stopped watching it for a couple years too. Like I just quit keeping up. I was like, there is just too much shit. I was like the simplicity of fucking earlier seasons where you knew what the hell was going on and there wasn't 700 fucking characters to keep up with. Like it was a lot easier to follow, but eventually me and Alyssa decided to rewatch the entire series. So we caught up and we, we love what's going on in the new series it's it's this is the final season so we've really enjoyed you know what they've been doing with it so yeah isle of the dead um keep an eye on up for that in 2023 roadie i do not have anything else that is, i'm tapped out no no more nerdy news for this week nah dude you did awesome thank you thanks bro you did too thank you, thank you. um no it's uh another another good episode in the books roadie um, absolutely um, but, uh, so we're out, you know, we have nothing left that happens. You drained us all. Um, <laughs> you know, there's always next week. We'll be back. Don't worry. Uh, yep. if you want anything else on this nerdy stuff, go ahead and go check out the cosmic soup recording podcast. They're just as much nerds as we are. If not nerdier, they might be. Yeah, they might be, but they're, they're they've got some good stuff on their show. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not exactly the same as ours. What they do is a little bit different than us, which is why we're both allowed to do this simultaneously. Exactly. <laughs> There's a loophole, baby, and I found it. There is. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, go check them out. They're awesome. Uh, until next week, guys. Fuck Gio. Ladies and gentlemen, this, is, uh, this has been another dose of nerdy news. Thank you for tuning in. All right. Until next time. Bye, guys. <laughs>
I will be withheld to, but not restricted by and access to without contentment upon being <laughs> conceived by, hereby ruled out, and therefore th so far and exempt. I rest my case. We will we will discuss further on Rody's actions next week, but I think it's been a kick-ass episode, guys, nonetheless. Agreed. Hell yeah, it is. Rody's a stupid asshole, but fucking... Uh, fuck you. Shut up. <laughs> I like how he gets Italian. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fucking asshole. Oh, Dude. I'm going to be a, a piece of shit, and I'm going to play my new band last are you going to play some TV Tragedy? Yeah. Fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. Well, we hope everybody has had a good evening. We want to give a shout-out to our sponsors really quick. Cosmic Soup Recording. Folks, if you need any sort of live recording, uh, engineering, mastering, mixing, uh, podcasting, audiobooks, my friends, that's CosmicSoupRecording.com. You can shoot Jeremy an email at mail at CosmicSoupRecording.com. Find them on all the social media platforms, or you could call and text 480-331-SOUP. Again, that is 480-331-7687. Ooh. You know what else, me bag? You know what else? What's that? What, we are what, also what? sponsored by a bodacious prince, baby. Bow, 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 bow. That was a low one. Sorry. Bow, 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 dacious. <laughs> Folks, if you need inexpensive custom gear, I'm talking hats, koozies, shirts, patches, pins, butt plugs, go to bodaciousprince.bigcartel.com and you can talk to our friends, Lola or Chris, and get yourself some shit set up today. Low prices, no minimum orders. Fucking no setup fees. I'm talking just the most lovely people to deal with. And uh, reach out to Bodacious Prince at bodaciousaz at gmail.com or hit them up on the social medias at bodaciousaz motherfuckers. Bam, 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 bam. Bam, bam, bam. All right. I'm sick of looking at your faces. I am I've seen you guys a lot this week. A lot. Yeah. I don't even like. E any of you guys so i think uh i think it's good that we're we're done here yes uh this all this right stay tuned next week folks we're gonna have a kick-ass episode in store for you we're gonna follow up with the saint patrick's day slam rampage uh roadie's going to trial next week as well and i'm sure the boys have some more kick-ass nerdy news for you guys so oh, make God, sure you tune in every week on wherever you get your podcasts and if you want to listen to the full show you can support us at patreon.com forward slash geo and meatbag. That's the show there. That's where it really, really helps us. That's where we benefit the most. Uh, but if you are listening to wherever on, on whatever, we appreciate it. Yeah. Fucking a. Yeah. Um, yep. Thanks guys. We recently, okay. we as in TV Thanks. tragedy uh, recently put out a lyric video to this song right here so everybody please make sure to go check that out we will have the link in the description of the episode uh thank you guys so much for tuning in like meatbag said we love you this is tv tragedy with new skate of mine yeah.
Damn, son, where'd you find this? If you're looking for any audio recording or you'd like to record your own podcast, please visit Cosmic Soup Recording, where you can turn your ideas into reality. Whether you're looking to record one song or a whole album, Cosmic Soup Recording will fit any budget. For more information, visit CosmicSoupRecording.com or call or text at 480-331-7687. That's 480-331-SOUP. Also available on all social media. Cosmic Soup Recording is located in Phoenix, Arizona, near 24th Street and Thomas. Call now for a free quote or to book your session today. 480-331-7687. 